2: Listen to it, Fizz. First aid for relief from headache, Alka Seltzer. From acid indigestion, Alka Seltzer. From cold discomfort, Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer presents The Quiz Kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly.
3: Everyone, well, say, we're mighty glad to have you with us. We're going to have a lot of fun this afternoon. You betcha, the old Alka-Seltzer question box is packed full of interesting questions that you listeners have sent in. And as our special guest today, we have the famous radio and screen star, Frankie Lane. And say, Frankie, you and our listeners, and of course you quiz kids, can be thinking about this first question while we have roll call. Here it is. What is the capital of a certain state starting with the same three letters that end the state which has Tallahassee for a capital? And now, here we go, kids. Patrick?
1: I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old, and I'm a freshman at Calumet High School in Chicago.
4: Lonnie? I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 14 years old, and I'm a sophomore at Maine Township High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Mike?
0: I'm Mike Mullen. I'm 12 years old and in the 8th grade at the University of Chicago Laboratory School.
5: Joel? I'm
0: Joel Cofferman.
5: I'm 14 years old and I'm a junior at Roosevelt High School. And a little newcomer to class, Melia.
6: Um... I'm, I'm Millie O'Vin. I'm, well, not exactly seven years old. I'm going to be eight next month, and I, I, and I'm in fourth grade at Marshall School.
3: That's a girl. Well, now that we've finished with roll call, have you figured out that first question from Francis C. Hillman of Chicago? What is the capital of a certain state starting with the same three letters that end the state which has Tallahassee for a capital? We have three hands up, and uh, Pat's hand was first.
1: Well, uh, the capital of um, I mean, Tallahassee is the capital of Florida. Right. And those last three letters are IDA.
3: IDA. And that
1: would be Idaho, and that capital is
3: Boise. Boise, Idaho. That's right. Good boy, Patty. Yes, sir.
6: <laughs> Now,
3: this next question from your Alka-Seltzer question box is from Matthew Poole of Buffalo, New York. If you were training your dog to obey you, what commands would the following suggest... The first one is Achilles. Mike, heel. Well, why do you say that? That's right, Mike.
0: Well, uh, because Achilles was a mythical character who was dipped in uh, a river and was supposed to be uh, in supposed to be invulnerable. But uh, his mother held him by his heel, and that part was just like regular flesh, and his enemy shot an arrow that pierced his heel and killed him.
3: That's very good. All right, how about the Count of Monte Cristo? What uh, command would that lend itself to, Lonnie?
4: Well, maybe to a count like the days of the month or something like that by tapping on a drum or something like that.
3: Well, that's that's all right. I'm thinking of something else. Now, what did the Count of Monte Cristo do uh, to escape? Joe?
5: Oh, I was thinking of maybe retrieve because uh, he went uh, to the prison and then came back. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's also very good. Lonnie? Play dead. Play dead. That's what I
3: was thinking of. How about Mr. Sam Rayburn? What would you be teaching your dog, Joel? Well, he's speaker at a house, so it'd be so. speak. That's right, teaching him to speak. Well, that's very good. <laughs> Mrs. Bess Wilson of New York wonders if you quiz kids could clear up a point that has been bothering her ever since last Monday night. When she watched the eclipse of the moon, she was surprised to find that the moon was not blacked out, but that it appeared as a dark copper-colored disk. She would like to know why it was not completely black.
0: Mike? Well, uh, the... When the eclipse happens, the... Earth gets between the sun and the moon, so the Earth's shadow uh, darkens the moon, but rays from the sun that hit just at the edge of the Earth are refracted by the Earth's atmosphere back toward the moon, and the atmosphere acts like a prism, Uh, but it withholds all the rays except the red ray, and that ray gets through to the moon. And ordinarily, the red ray doesn't show because the uh, white light blocks it out. But when there's an eclipse and no other light is showing, the red ray gets through and makes the moon red-colored. Well, now, how do you like that for 12 years old, folks? That's wonderful, Mark.
3: Really wonderful. Now, this next question is from Mrs. Florence Duncan of Boston, Massachusetts, and we are to pretend you are a fortune teller living long ago in 44 B.C., and I will be a certain young client. All right, here I come. Good day, fortune teller. My name is Octavius Caesar. I am 18 years old, and I go to the Apollonian School, and I would like to have you tell what the future holds for me. Uh, Millia. Oh,
6: the, well, well... you can sit... Just sit oh. down
3: by your microphone there, honey. That's it, well, so we can all hear well, you.
6: The fu- well, well... Um, uh, um, <laughs> the, well the, this is... Well, um... Arca- Avius Caesar was going to be Augustus Caesar in his later life. Yes,
3: oh, that's fine. Ah, well, now can you tell me what else the future holds for me? You see, I'm well, pretending future, to...
6: Well, the future holds... Um, they... Well... You well, I'll tell as far as I remember from the book. Well, 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 Octavius Caesar, Well, what,
3: the, else, what else is going to happen to me as I grow up? In other words, see?
6: Well, um, you well, going
3: to
6: to fight the battle of Actium with Mark Anthony. Oh,
3: fine, yes. Oh, I'm looking forward um, to that.
0: And,
6: <laughs> You, and, uh, Mom, going, well, well, I'll we tell you know.
3: what you do now. You think of uh, uh, some more things I that might I happen to me, to and say. we'll check with. I'll check with some of the other I'm kids. Pat, what. Well,
6: the... uh, you could
1: say he was going to conquer Mar- Mark Anthony, and he was going to find, uh, form a triumvirate with Mark Anthony and Lepidus. Why? and uh, of course, uh, Ilias said he would later become uh, first emperor of Rome, the uh-huh. most famous
5: all right and Joe well, uh, to give a short resume in forty four b c uh, the uh, year that he was supposed to be talking to the soothsayer, uh, his uh, granduncle uh, Julius Caesar was killed, and Rome was divided into uh, several uh, parties and Octavia, and uh, rather uh, Mark Antony seized all of uh Octavius' wealth that he had, should have inherited from Caesar. Uh-huh. And uh, Octavius allied himself with uh, Cicero and managed to get back the wealth and organized a party against uh, oh, uh, Antony led by the two consuls. I believe it were Herdius and uh, Panza. But in the battle against uh, uh, Antony, they were killed. And then uh, Antony and Octavius and Lepidus teamed up together for uh, the uh, second triumvirate. And later there was a third triumvirate with uh, the son of Pompey instead of Lepidus. And in 31 BC, uh, finally uh, uh, Octavius uh, defeated Antony, and Antony committed suicide. And he uh, took office as emperor under the name of Augustus. Oh, fine, fine, Joel. And uh, Melia
3: has her hand up now. Yeah. Well, you sit down, honey. You you needn't stand up. Always. That's I it.
6: Forget. Yeah. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I do
3: too sometimes. Now that's
6: perfect. <laughs> Well, you uh, well, yeah. Augustus lived until 1480, and doing, and, and he had a sister, and his sister Octavia married Mark Antony and had a baby na- named Antonia, and who <laughs> she married, she ma- married Agrippa. Um, a, Augustus's
3: best friend. Uh huh. Well, thank you very much, uh, fortune teller. I um, am certainly going to have a busy time ahead of me, and uh, I certainly am going to watch out for all those wells too. I want to oh, tell you. <laughs> now, we'll hear from our guest star, Frankie Lane, in just a minute. In the meantime, here's Bob Murphy with a word for you folks who have never tried Alka-Seltzer for relief from the pain of a headache.
2: Yes, friends, and what I have to say is this. You're missing out on mighty fast, mighty effective relief if you don't take Alka-Seltzer when you're feeling miserable with a headache. I, I mean that. Alka-Seltzer contains one of the world's most effective pain-relieving agents, sodium acetylsalicylate. In Alka-Seltzer, this wonderful pain reliever is ready to go right to work to help relieve your headache. All we ask you to do is try it. Alka-Seltzer will do the rest. Yes, next time you're feeling low and miserable with a headache, just drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water, watch those thousands of tiny bubbles swirl up in your glass, and then drink this sparkling solution. See how soon you begin to feel better. I repeat, all we ask you to do is give Alka-Seltzer a try. If you're not satisfied with it, you get your money back. That's Alka-Seltzer in the friendly blue and white package at all drugstores.
3: Thank you, Robert. And now the time has come for us to hear from our very special guest of honor. He's known throughout the country as America's number one interpreter of modern song, the very popular and talented Frankie Lane.
7: Thank you, Joseph. And after what I've been hearing, I think I should have stayed in bed.
2: <laughs>
3: well, Frankie, all of us are really thrilled to welcome you as our guest. I know you brought along a question to try on the quiz, kids, so the classroom is all yours.
7: Well, thank you, Joe. For my question, I thought Carl Fisher, my partner, pianist, and accompanist, and I would do a line from each of three songs. And you kids are to identify the titles and then make up A one-sentence story by using the song titles I sing Plus one other song title You can string them together with any other words That may be necessary to make an interesting story All right, here's the medley Number one Stars shining bright above you
6: That's
7: number one Here's number two there's a plug of charterback for a rancher in Corona. That's number two. Here's number three. To spend one night with you. That's number three. Patrick?
1: Well, I got the uh, third one. Um. Uh... It'd be kind of corny, That's My Desire, is the song. And I strung it together with Margie, and it says, That's My Desire
4: to be with you, Margie. (laughs) Kind of bad English, but... (laughs) (laughs) Lonnie?
1: Uh, Well,
4: I was using the same Margie also, but uh, with the first one. Dream a little dream of me, Margie. Very good. We got one yet, Uh, Patrick?
1: Well, uh, I might say... uh, I'd like to ride on the mule train or the Chattanooga choo-choo, and mule train is the second song.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see. Put it together now.
1: Well, uh, that was the sentence, uh, Chattanooga choo-choo and mule train.
7: Where did you wind up with Chattanooga choo-choo in this?
1: Well, uh, I wound up with mule train, but I used the uh, Chattanooga choo-choo for the other song title.
7: So what does your sentence sound like now?
1: Well, uh, I wrote on the mule train and the Chattanooga choo-choo.
7: Mm-hmm. Let's see now. You had Mar- you had Margie in there.
4: Yes, I had Margie for that's my desire. Bonnie, I went down the road to Mandalay on a mule train. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it's very good, but the idea is you're supposed to put all three songs together.
4: Oh, in, in one sentence.
7: That's right. And add one song title to it and make a a, a sense a sentence that makes sense.
4: Go ahead, Bonnie. Uh R- to ride on a mule train with you, Margie, with you dreaming a little dream of me, that's my desire. <laughs> well, I think that's close enough.
3: <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun, Frankie, but those samples of songs uh, make me want to hear more, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels that way. Could you sing a little more of uh, Dream a Little Dream of Me? Well, uh, it's a little early
7: for me, oh. if you know. <laughs> I'm usually still asleep at this time. Well,
3: this lends itself to sleeping. Dream a little dream of me, so...
7: Well, this will be a very sleepy little dream (laughs) of me. All right. That's
3: all this. Fish. Go ahead.
7: Stars shining bright above you Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say night and night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone and blues can be Dream a little dream of me
6: Stars
7: fading but I linger on there Still craving your kiss And I'm longing to linger till dawn, there. Just saying, this.
3: Oh, that was really a treat, Frankie. I know the Quiz Kids and all our listeners enjoyed hearing you very, very much. And now don't go very far away, Frankie, because you remember you have another question in your pocket that you want to try on the Quiz Kids a little later on. All right, now then, kids, uh, here's a question. This is from Mrs. B. Mills of New York, and it's uh, a pre-Halloween question. I'm going to tell you a mystery story, and when I'm through, you Quiz Kids are to explain it. Now, to make this a real ghost story, I may call on Howard Peterson at the organ and our sound effects man to help me out. All right, here we go. Here's the story. It was a dark and dismal day. The assassin crept through the woods to visit the lovely Pamina. But wait! Someone follows. It is Ibn The assassin slows his pace... <laughs> Newman is close on the heels of his enemy when suddenly, right in the center of the path a trap door opens and the assassin disappears the next morning revealed that the house of Pamina was empty there was nothing left but an empty shell happened, <laughs> Mike?
0: Well, I think that's a mystery story of Bugland, because the assassin could be the assassin bug. Yes. And the ichneumon is yeah. a type of well, it's actually a type of wasp, but it's called the ichneumon fly. That's
3: right. And
0: and uh, the the trapdoor would be the trapdoor spider.
3: That's correct. And, and the
0: uh, pamina is a butterfly. A rare butterfly, moth.
3: That's right, my good boys. Hey, that's all right. That's fine. Now then, like everyone who sends in a question for our radio program, Don Browning of Johnson City, Tennessee, is going to get a fine Zenith Transoceanic portable radio from the makers of Alka Seltzer for this one, if you kids answer it correctly. On the other hand, if you miss it, well, that's another story. Let's see how you make out first. Now, here is the uh, question. The football season is just getting into full swing, and Don Browning points out that everyone dreams of making a trip to one of the bowl games. If the following people were living, what bowl game would they like to see judging by associations you make with each person? First, how about Eli Whitney?
4: Lonnie? Well, he invented the cotton gin, so that'd be the Cotton Bowl at Dallas, Texas. That's right, Lonnie. That's the idea. Now then, how about Joan of Arc? Lonnie? Well, Joan of Arc. Uh, that uh, well, she was burned at the stake. So that might be the Wood Bowl, which is played overseas, someplace <laughs> well, between service teams. <laughs> That's all
5: right, but I'm thinking of another very, very uh, important bowl game, Joel. I think she was tied up with the uh, House of Orange in France. So to no. be no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh Joan of Arc.
3: What uh, was the other name that she was known as? Pat. known as the
1: Maid of Orleans. Oh, I get it. The well, Maid uh, of Orleans. The Sugar Bowl was played in New Orleans. New Orleans, <laughs> that's
3: right, Pat. That's a boy. Now then, how about William III of England?
5: Joe. Well, oh, there's where the Orange comes in, because he was a Prince of Orange from Holland. That's right. He was known as William of Orange, and so the Orange Bowl is in where? What town? Oh, what it's, city? Uh,
3: the Orange Bowl's in, let's see, Miami. Miami, Florida. That's right. Well... <laughs> kids, like I said, uh, Don Browning gets that dandy Zenith trans portable that gives worldwide reception, no matter where you are. Now, if you kids had missed... Uh, Don Browning would have had a choice between a Zenith television set and a large console Zenith radio phonograph combination. Now, the television set is the Zenith Buchanan, friends, and it has everything. A new super range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance, the sensational built-in picture magnet aerial, single knob automatic tuning, and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large console radio phonograph plays all types of records and has AM and FM radio. It's certainly pays to send in a question for our radio program. So remember, friends, address your questions to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. Now then, we'll need our sound effects man to help us with this next one from Miss Marjorie McDaniel of Shelby, Alabama. Each sound you will hear should bring to mind an old saying or proverb. Let's see whether you can identify the sound correctly and quote the proverb. Here's the first one. Wowie. Pat.
1: Well, that might be a broken mirror means seven
3: years bad luck. Well, that's all right. That's a good one, Lonnie, What were you going
4: to say? Well, that could be some glasses breaking. That might be don't cry over spilt milk. <laughs> Two very, very good ones.
3: But uh, are, uh, any, any more ideas from uh, any, the rest of you kids? Well, of course, I was thinking also of uh, 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 people in glass houses Thanks. should not throw <laughs> stones. <laughs> all right. How about this next one? All right. Clock striking. So, what proverb? Pat.
1: Well, that's not a proverb, but there's are Dickory dock The mouse ran up the clock. Well, no, there it's are simple.
3: some old
4: proverbs uh, that uh, we might get from this, Lonnie. Uh, don't put off till tomorrow what you could do today. Well, that's all
3: right. That's good, Pat. It might
4: be a
1: stitch in time. Save nine. Save nine. nine.
3: <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. And here's the last one.
5: Joel? That sounded like chicken soul. It would be don't count your chicken <laughs> no. soul. Oh,
2: was wonderful. Well,
5: it wasn't, soul. It wasn't. It was a, if it was, it was a four-legged chicken.
3: Uh, Lonnie?
4: Well, it sounded like the neighing of a horse. That's right. That's I, I don't know what be. the proverb would be. Oh, I do, too. Uh, if you lead your horse to... You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it. That's quick.
3: a boy. That's very good. Well, say, right here, folks, I, uh, <laughs> I'd like to take a minute to talk to you about Alka-Seltzer. You know, my wife, Mary, is a mighty fine cook. And when Mary fixes me something that I like especially well, like, uh, well, say, uh, Hungarian goulash.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, anyway, and by the way, Mary really knows how to please me with that one. As I was saying, on those occasions, I sometimes overeat. Not always, you know how it is, but when I do, and as a result I feel upset and uncomfortable with acid indigestion, I take Alka-Seltzer. Yes, that's a fact. I take it and I like it. I think it's the finest product of its kind on the market. And I'll tell you something else. That little tip we give you about taking Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed when you've been out late and had late refreshments is a mighty good one. You try it and see. I hope all you Quiz Kids listeners are already Alka-Seltzer users, but if some of you are not, do me a favor. Get a package of Alka-Seltzer this week and join our big family, won't you? Folks, that Alka-Seltzer is the best ever. I know from experience. That's why I use it. All right, now let's see. A little more schoolwork here. Uh... Right now, I'm going to turn the class over once more to our good friend and guest quizzer, Frankie Lane. Frankie, are you all ready to try another question on the quiz kids?
7: I'm all set, Joseph. I thought this time it might be quite interesting to hear the quiz kids' impressions of several of the present-day singers. I wonder if any of you would venture a takeoff on the following. First, how about uh, a song in the Burl Ives style, Blue Tail Fly.
4: Lonnie? Well, I'll see. When I was young, I used to wait on master and give him his plate and pass the bottle when he got dry and brush away the blue tail fly. Jimmy Crack corn and I don't care. Jimmy Crack on, and I don't care. Jimmy Crack on, and I don't care. My master's gone away. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Very,
7: good. Very good, Lonnie. How about uh, a little bit of Irish? Phil Regan. McNamara's band. I guess I can't... Well, it's between Pat and Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, you're sitting there first, so go ahead.
1: Hennessy, Phennessy, toodle the flute, and the music is something grand. A credit to old Ireland is McNamara's band. Let's see, I can think of that beginning. (laughs) Uh, Oh... Oh, my name is Uncle Julius, and from Sweden I did come <laughs> To play with McNamara's band and beat the big bass drum That's
0: There's Ryans and
1: Ryans and Sheen's and as they come from Ireland But by Yemeni, I'm the only Swede in McNamara's band
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: wonderful, Pat. <laughs> you knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Frankie, would you mind if the quiz kids gave us an impression of you singing uh, Mule Train?
7: (laughs) I knew I should have kept my big fat mouth shut. (laughs) All right, I started it, so I'm game. Who wants to try
3: it? Well, Lonnie's got his hand up.
7: All right, Lonnie, go ahead.
3: Mule Train!
4: Clippity-clopping through the wind and rain Seems as how they never stop, clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clop and along. Yeah, ha-ha, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Ha-ha, <laughs> oh, what? You know, uh,
3: Frankie, it seems to me that uh, all this really calls for a duet. Suppose you try one with one of the quiz kids, how about it?
7: All right, Joe, how would it be if we used a little song that we did in the picture recently at Columbia? thing called, When You're Smiling.
3: Lonnie, you did a
7: good thing on... I think if you try to follow me in the routine I worked out with Jerome Cortland when we sang When You're Smiling, it can work out all right. Do you know the words at all?
4: Yeah, I I know the words. You do,
7: huh? Well, I'll tell you what we do. You start it. Sing one phrase, I'll sing the next, then we'll sing the next one together. Okay. Then you, then me, then the next one together. What key? What key? Who worries about key? (laughs) (laughs) play fish
4: <laughs> when you're smiling
7: when, when you're smiling the whole the whole world smiles
4: with you you when you're laughing when you're laughing the sun, the sun comes shining through
7: you But when you're crying Me You bring on the rain You But so stop your sighing Be happy again You Keep on smiling Cause when you're smiling together now let's go The whole
3: world smiles with you There you go Wonderful Frankie Lane, and thank you for joining our class today, and I hope when you're in town again, you'll stop in to see us. In the meantime, we won't miss your picture when you're smiling at the Palace Theater here in Chicago.
7: Well, thank you very much, Joe. Kids, ladies and gentlemen, it's been very wonderful, and I hope to come back again soon. So long.
3: Good luck, fella. Well, that was our bell. What's your Time to ask the judges now who won this afternoon. While we're waiting for the answer to this important question, here's a message for all you mothers.
2: Yes, mothers, here's why you should give your children one-a-day brand multiple vitamins. To have perfect health, normal growth, strong bones, and good teeth, to be alert in the classroom and on the playground, children must get proper food and enough vitamins. Mothers, make sure your children get enough vitamins. Give each of them a -a one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsule every day. Now, this will furnish their needed supply of the known essential vitamins. Guard them against vitamin deficiency disease. Be sure it's one-a-day brand multiple vitamins, the kind with the big one on the blue package.
3: Well, kids, the judges have added up the scores, and here's their report. Remember, they take your age into consideration as well as the number of correct answers you gave. And whether you win or lose, you will each receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. Now, as a class, you didn't miss any questions today. Lonnie was first, Mike second, and Pat and Joel tied for third. That means you four will be back with us next Sunday. And here to compete with you, we'll have Benita Perlman, age 14, winner on the local Quiz Kids program over station KROC. In Rochester, Minnesota, and we hope all you listeners will be here too. Yes, we'll be expecting you in time for roll call. So plan to be with us, won't you? Until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids.
1: Bye, Mr. Kelly.
2: Quiz Kids Coast to Coast every Sunday afternoon, and see and hear Alka Seltzer's Quiz Kids television show on NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. This is Bob Murphy speaking. On NBC,